Today, I'm with senior volleyball captain Jalen Hirschberger. Jay's a former outside hitter turned defensive specialist for the Bombers and has played a crucial role on the court this season. She had 119 kills, 67 digs, and 127 points in just the first 14 matches this season. In 2019, she was named to the Liberty League All-Academic Squad as an emerging media major and graphic design minor. Despite her success both on and off the court, Jay's career hasn't been an easy one, but I'll let her tell you more about that. Let's get started. Alrighty, well, welcome, Jalen. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Yeah, how are you? Good, you know, <laughs> hanging in there, living the dream. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm super excited to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, so how how are you feeling about the season so far? You're probably, what, about halfway through at this point now in October? Yeah, I mean, if you look at, like, our record, you could see that it's not maybe, like, the greatest. We're about 50, but... We've been playing a lot of like competitive teams and and it's like the RPI that our coach has made for it has put us at like a higher ranking. And so I think these losses are just mostly like learning experiences, but I don't know. It, I'm having a really fun time. I really love my team. The first years and even like the second years who we didn't get a lot of time to play with last year, they're blending in great with us. And I feel like our team as a whole just have like really good chemistry. That's really awesome, yeah, and especially not having a season last year, and like you're saying, a second year class is kind of coming in. It's almost like this huge first year class. Can you talk a little bit about that, and like as a leader of your team, like what has that been like transitioning so many new players on the court this year? It's definitely been different, just because I've never taken on a leadership role like this, but I'm like really happy that my teammates trust me to, to take on this role. So transitioning the newer players, it's definitely been different just because I feel like a lot of us are very young. My like senior class, we've only had two full seasons and our junior class only had one full season. So it's kind of like we have two freshman classes and even our upperclassmen, it just like feels very young and that we're all just like learning these different roles. But I think we've been really patient with it and understanding and we definitely work with each other. And the underclassmen too, they've definitely been open with us and I feel like we're just like on like an even playing field in terms of just like we don't have like oh like seniors like they have like this specialty to them. I think we just all respect each other at like the same level, which is really awesome. And I think that's the reason why our team is so close to this season. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. That totally makes sense. And to kind of go along with what you're saying, like just everyone feeling young, especially missing out on that last year and seniors not really having that experience that you always expect them to have with the three years under their belt now. You especially have had a little bit of a different experience with that so far. Can you talk a little bit about overcoming your shoulder injury that put you out for a whole season, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, mo- like almost the whole season okay yeah. yeah so even then still like a big chunk of time there that yeah. you missed out and then COVID right after so that's it's been two years since you've competed yeah. um can you talk a little bit about kind of your just give a brief description of kind of your injury and then what it was like coming back from that and what your recovery was like and things like that yeah absolutely so actually my freshman year preseason um I didn't know this at the time but I ended up tearing my labrum just in one of the practices. Um, I had a little bit of shoulder pain before, but there was one day specifically where I remember it just getting increasingly worse after that one day. Definitely 
change how I played. Every game after that, I was just like in pain and I was like, I don't know why. And so even my freshman year, it was really rough just because I felt like I just like lost the player I was. And there was not really a good explanation for it either because I, I just didn't know I tore it. And like we were trying to like rule out different things. I ended up getting an MRI probably about this time, my, my first year and super weird too, nothing showed up on the MRI. And so, Whoa. yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, I don't know. I was like, I'm in pain and I don't know what's going on. The only thing that showed up was like, I had an inflamed bursa, just like a little sack in my shoulder and I was just like okay I don't know I'll just see how it is and I just continued on with that season I mean I ended up luckily just kind of like working through it and I was able to play in the elite eight when we went so I'm just really really grateful for that opportunity yeah Yeah. I think I was just running on adrenaline at that point though (laughs) (laughs) if I'm being honest (laughs) But yeah, and then in the spring season, I was like, okay, I'll see, I'll see how it is. I was still in pain and it got to a point where I was like, I don't know. I was like, I, I can't keep playing like this. Yeah. And like, what if, what if there is something wrong? And I don't know, my, my, my mom was like, we can, like, you can get surgery. Like there was a surgery to like remove the birth sac and just kind of like seeing what's in there and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, that one was just going to be six week recovery and then I'd be back. And so I was like, okay. I was like, honestly, anything at this point. I was like, I just <laughs> I want to be able to play again. Yeah. And I I don't know. I talked to a few teammates, and one of them was just like, I don't know. I think it's maybe best for you to just try and check it out. And so just like getting that reassurance too that like I would still be okay even if I went through with it too. Just like helped me make that decision. So in May, between my freshman year and sophomore year, I got surgery on my shoulder and before I like went under too my doctor was like there is a very small chance though too that you tore something bigger than what we've seen Mm -hmm. and if that is the case like I will repair it right then and there but that means when you wake up you might have a longer recovery and I was like okay I was like "Uh, what are the chances of that though I was like probably not (laughs) like always what are the chances it's me (laughs) I know I was like oh I'll be fine six six weeks I'll be good I'll be good for sophomore sophomore year (laughs) anyways I wake up and then my parents just like come to me and (laughs) they tell me I'm like uh you're gonna be out for six months now it was yeah (laughs) so what was what was your first reaction to that then like what was your hearing that what was the immediate feeling you had well, I started crying. <laughs> Understandably yeah. so. I think I would too. <laughs> I think I was just like in shock, but it was also like a sense of relief too, because I didn't feel crazy for the pain that I was feeling. Yeah. I was like, okay, at least it actually was something. But yeah, it was, it was just kind of like, I did not expect this. Yeah. And trying to come to terms with just like realizing I will not be playing majority of my sophomore season. Um, and I was like, okay, like if that, that is what it is. I knew that coming in and I was like, and it's repaired. I was like, I will work through it and I'll get back. I, that's, that's how it's just going to have to be. And so, yeah, I was in a sling for like most summer and then I came back and I just was doing rehab for a majority of my sophomore season and I was not expected to come back and really like 
play the position that I was supposed to, which mm-hmm. was true. I I did not I was not able to come back and play outside. However, I did earn earn a spot as um, as a DS, which was really really cool. I was able to just like really develop some other skills yeah. that. I'm really grateful to actually have now, though, too. Yeah. Can you t- kind of talk about what the difference is between the two positions yeah. um, for some people who might not know listening? No, absolutely. So my primary position um, is an outside hit- hitter. It's the left side hitter who can play all the way around, too. So back row, mostly passing defense. But I played front row, and then I get subbed out with a DS, which is a defensive specialist. But I ended up being able to, like, develop some skills for my service receive and my defense just like got better and there just like happened to be a position that needed to be filled and I was just given the opportunity to to try it out so I was just mostly passing and playing defense I played right back DSs can play like left back middle back or right back first time ever playing right back (laughs) there's a video of me getting hit in the head it's it's a good one (laughs) but but yeah so I was still able to like contribute that way and just like build my defensive skills and my passing skills and and actually was able to get a kill nice. <laughs> I, I got a set back row that one 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 time so I was able to do some hitting definitely limited it still kind of hurt a little bit but like it was just cool to like still be able to like <laughs> do what I originally loved to do yeah but yeah I don't know ending that season I ended the season on a high note I mean despite our team as a our team as a whole, just because that last game, if you look at the stats, it was really close. We lost yeah. the fifth set 13-15. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just really grateful for that opportunity too and still being able to like contribute in that way that I didn't expect to. Yeah, definitely. And so kind of when you first started talking about this, you talked about transitioning into a different player than you originally thought you were when you first got hurt. I mean, in terms of like mentally kind of, are you more confident now having gone through that whole journey and now with the position change? How do you feel about who you are as a player now? Yeah, I'm definitely much more confident as a player. I, I'm more, I think I developed from just being like more grateful for the game. And honestly, that that transition was was a bit hard just like not not being able to play but I was kind of able to like really figure out my identity outside of volleyball figure that out and then be able to come back and appreciate volleyball as something sort of different yeah but in a very very positive way yeah oh I love that yeah (laughs) so I just I don't know I I think a lot of it, a lot of the confidence comes from just being like, I'm able to play the sport again. Like I'm able to do this and have so much fun. And like, I definitely won't take this time like for granted, but yeah, it just, and like being able to develop those other skills as a DS my sophomore year has definitely helped me this season too. Cause there's been times where like, I've needed to play all the way around and I feel very comfortable doing those other skills too. So serve, receive, defense. And I did that in high school too, but this wasn't at the college level when I first entered. But yeah, having these different types of experiences too have definitely built my confidence. So yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. I love everything about that. That's so <laughs> awesome. And I think your kind of this new gratefulness that you have, I think a lot of athletes coming back this year, um, especially fall athletes and 
maybe winter too with a lot of them losing the end of their season in March 2020 and things along those lines. I think a lot of athletes are feeling that sense of gratefulness now, having that year off. And, you know, like sometimes everything happens for a reason. Obviously, that's not a great reason, but sometimes like these are things that have to happen in order for us to see the bigger picture. Do you think that obviously with your injury, that's a huge part of the, this new feeling you're having, but do you think COVID kind of played in into effect with that too? Yeah, absolutely. Two years without it. That was really hard. There was there was definitely some hard parts dealing with during that time. And I mean, obviously for everyone too, like our our life was just like totally flipped. Yeah. <laughs> I'm slightly like I felt like I was in a more comfortable position just because I knew what it was like mm-hmm. to not have this sport. And just being able though to like take that time and really like develop who I am outside of volleyball. I realized that I put a lot of my identity into myself as a player and my self-esteem to like, just like how I was playing, that's just like how I felt about myself, which like shouldn't shouldn't really be the case. Like yeah. I'm my own person outside of this. Yeah. So just having that time to, to like reflect on how volleyball impacted my self-worth and stuff too just like having that perspective without it I don't know I just feel like I've been really able to grow just like as a person and figure out like what other things I can do to help just like build who I want to be really and just like not just being able to like (laughs) be happy with myself outside of like who I am as a player and I was able to like focus on more school like aspects and really develop like like a passion for what I want to do and I was able to get back into art and because I I dropped it for a while Mm -hmm. I don't know I was able to pick up a lot of new skills too I it was just like a really weird experience where just like losing that identity was really hard but I'm overall really grateful for it because now once again coming back to it I have a whole new sense of gratefulness for it and it's just like something I get to do and like I'm choosing to play and and I realize it's something that I do love however it's not who I am Mm -hmm. so it's just like it's one part of me and it's not all of me Mm -hmm. and I don't know. I'm just like really happy for my outlook on the sport now and just like life in general too. I don't know if I just kind of went on a tangent there. Yeah, yeah. But, we love um, a good tangent once in a while. <laughs> Sometimes that's where you get the best stuff from. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Just kind of like <laughs> reflecting on it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's something we've talked about a lot on, on our team for field hockey. And I know our coaches are friends, so maybe that's where it comes from. <laughs> but do you feel like your team kind of has this new sense of, like, it's an opportunity, not something, not an obligation, but an opportunity kind of thing? I definitely see that among a lot of us. I know, like, one of my setters, who's also my best friend, too, like, <laughs> she was put in a very similar situation. And the fact that we get the opportunity to play with each other, like, I don't think either of us really thought yeah. <laughs> this was this was actually going to happen, like, how it is. But we get to, like, play with each other for, like, our last season. And, like, we've never been able to do this. So, I don't know. Just, like, that aspect, too. Yeah. Of just being able to play 
with the people who are my closest friends too and just like really go after it yeah that's <laughs> awesome and so usually like in contrast to that a lot of people after not playing for two years get a sense of nervousness or jitters or something along those lines did you feel any of that at all Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, excitement as well, but I think I yeah. tried to turn that into <laughs> excitement. But yeah, I had no idea. Like, I was not sure how I was going to come into the season. I didn't have like a lot of basis to where I stood other than spring season last semester. Mm -hmm. And like, I played some grass volleyball over the summer, but like, I didn't have a lot of access to gyms. So I was just like, ah, I don't really know. Yeah. But yeah, and I didn't I didn't know like who I would be competing for for like position wise mm -hmm. and just like how good I was gonna be able to be. I I haven't hit at the collegiate level <laughs> since my freshman year. Yeah. So I was just like I do not know what to expect. Yeah. So I was just gonna go out there and just <laughs> give it my everything. Because I just feel like at this point I'm like, this is my last season, I have nothing to lose. Yeah. So. <laughs> we love that. That's a that's a sense of confidence in itself like that yeah. feeling of like I've literally got nothing to lose yeah. that's a whole different level <laughs> of it I love that so with that kind of being said now getting over the nerves the jitters and just feeling excitement can you talk a little bit about the season so far and just what your goals are personally and any team goals that you guys have for this season so personally I definitely want to develop as a as like a leader just like being being a captain and just like taking on that role for the first time I I want to be there for my teammates and I I just want to be able to support them as best I can. And sometimes it can it can there's there's a lot thrown and it can be difficult, but I'm definitely learning through it. And I mm. and I definitely see that growth within myself as a leader. So I just I, that's my main goal is to grow in that way and also just like to continue just like leave it all out there and just remember that like I am grateful for the sport. Just yeah. kind of what I was mentioning before and I get to play and just like leave it all out there every single time, every chance I get. Practice any any time I'm able to touch a ball. So yeah, and then as a team, it's definitely been a little bit of a rocky road, just like wins loss wise and just like learning about each other and learning like what can make us be successful because our like just like looking at my team, like there's so much potential there. And I can say confidently, like every single one of my teammates, such a good player and like such a pleasure to play with too. Yeah. And so I think just like looking, like, like being very optimistic about it because like the potential is there. And if we're able to click everything together and we've seen glances of it, like we can be a really good team. It is definitely there. And I believe that we, are able to get there. And my hope is that everyone on my team also sees what I see as well. I know I'm not the only one, but I just see, I want everyone to be on the same page for just like, we, like we're able to do this. So just like building our team's confidence as a whole, despite like our record so far and just like really playing for each other. Yeah, no, that's awesome. First of all, I love that all your personal goals were not like, even remotely results-based, like, especially, like, with you being a senior and, like, before we even started the episode, we talked about how you're graduating this semester, which is crazy to me <laughs> considering, like, I met you my freshman year through the girls in your on your team in my class and yeah. things like that. That's wild to me. But I love that your goals kind of are 
more shaped to what you're going to get in the long run from mm-hmm. volleyball. Like when you're done playing, like how are you still going to use that skill set from being an athlete and being a leader um, in the real world, which I think is so awesome. But it is awesome to hear that about your team goals too, just mm-hmm. building that confidence. And that's so exciting for seasons to come. Like, do you feel relieved or content or what do you feel about um, just knowing like when you leave this team this year like you guys have so much or potential um, once you're graduated that's that's why I said I want them to see it as well Mm -hmm. because I don't know if everyone understands just like how individually and just like like good they are and then what potential they have like just playing with each other too and like I know like it's not just like individual too, because we can click. We really can. Mm-hmm. It's just like the very, very small things. So, yes, I am like early to like be able to like leave a team, but I think there's still more work, and that I wouldn't be satisfied leaving right now. Yeah. But I'm. That's kind of what I'm hoping to like before I leave. That I'm just like, yeah, this team's gonna be set. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. And I literally just got done saying how I love that it wasn't results based, but I'm so gonna ask a results question that's now. Okay. I know the Clarkson rivalry. I know that's a big Liberty <laughs> League thing. You guys beat them this year, which was huge yeah. for you guys. Can you talk about that match a little bit? I think, honestly, our coach was a little bit most nervous about that one. <laughs> Just because he was a former coach at Clarkson. Yeah. Um, there's there's a little personal grit there. Exactly. No, no, exactly. And we were just, like, always stuck on that Clarkson thing. Just, like, my past years. And I know we saw it, and I was like, why Like, why can't we beat them? Because, like, yeah. we're so good. Like, why? Yeah. Like, what's going on? I don't know if it's, like, a mental thing or something. Yeah, but and that was outside of Liberty League, too, that yeah. you guys compete with them. Like, you were two of the top teams in the NCAA, yes. and so to come from the same conference, too, like, that's a whole different ballgame there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's – yeah, that rivalry was definitely intense. But, like, this year, I think just, like, with having the two years off, having a lot of their like seniors graduate like Mm -hmm. seniors when I was a sophomore graduate it's just like they're a different team we're a different team and I think like all of us just were like that's like not a factor and then we just (laughs) laid it we laid it on them yeah (laughs) I love that (laughs) were there kind of any other teams you played this year that um maybe in the past were not similar to that rivalry but similar similar in that level of competitiveness that you guys were like that, that same, like, we have nothing to lose energy, and you kind of just left it all out there. So, John Hopkins, which I believe they're number one right now, if not. I, th- I think so. They were when, or they were top ten when you guys played them. I yes. know that. Yep. They also won 2019. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I know we lost that game, but we really played, like, like they're like we played very free. Mm-hmm. There was definitely even times where like we could have pushed a bit more, and I think we could have taken sets for them. But that was the first time. I think as a group we kind of just like saw the potential that we had because each of the sets were really close, but like it didn't seem like we were like really like getting tossed around by this like yeah. ranked team. We were competing with them at a high level, and I think if we were just like wait. Like, we understood at the level that we were also playing at, we would have been able to, like, push back more. And that's kind of what I was saying just, like, about the potential where I'm just, like, we need to grab onto it because yeah. it's there. Yeah. But I think maybe Randolph Macon was, like, another one. The first set, we can just ignore. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't. That one that, out. that happens to everyone <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but after, after that first set, that was just, like, another time where we just, like, went off. We just, like, we were, like, that's, that's it. We're done, like 
playing around. We're done digging holes for ourselves, and we're just gonna go out there. We're gonna get mad, and we're gonna yeah, <laughs> we're gonna just like show them what we got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that energy, um, especially like like you don't want to be angry, but like you know, like you could just like turn that energy into something positive, mm-hmm. and then it all kind of comes together. That's such a satisfying yes, feeling. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, one of my final questions kind of goes off of something that you've been talking a lot about, just becoming a new player through this whole journey for you and becoming a new leader this year. If you could go back, what would you tell your freshman self? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> one, I'd probably be like, do, do, do your PT a bit more. <laughs> but just like be patient. Mm-hmm. Be patient with yourself. And also be kind, like be kind to yourself as well. I think, yeah, I was just really hard on myself and I I think I got to a point where I was just so frustrated with how my first year at college and playing college ball just turned out. But I think also kind of going back to that grateful thing too, where it's like, are you like make sure you have fun too yeah. like you're playing this to have fun yeah and continue just focus on that mm-hmm. and play because you want to regardless of any outside factor that you can't control but yeah <laughs> See, that's I I feel that on a cellular level like <laughs> that you just put that perfectly that like if I could go back and tell myself that, and I'm not even a senior yet, like I only have one <laughs> year of experience or in my belt too, technically with mm-hmm. COVID too. Like I feel like I would tell myself exactly the same thing. And like, even sometimes like you think about like, that's what you would tell yourself. And then like, also I think a lot of athletes too, like they would tell themselves that. And then they're like, I should be telling myself that now. Like there's still moments where like you kind of do lose that. Mm-hmm. And then you just have to recenter and come back. And like you're saying, like, remember why you love the game and remember why you're there and that's an opportunity not an obligation and things like that absolutely yeah all right so the tradition of the podcast (laughs) we have an ongoing debate here this is obviously this is my first episode with me as the host but um the previous two hosts had a tradition about starbursts and gatorade and what the best flavors were so i'm going to ask what's your favorite color gatorade uh, I don't know if anyone has answered this before, but I don't know if you've ever had the cucumber lime one. What? Yeah. <laughs> they make that? Yeah. It's kind of hard to find in stores. Like, I don't think it's, like, at Wegmans or something, but, like, you can you you, sh- you can probably be able to find it. It's, like, I'm gonna have to a like light green. I'm going to have to, look for that on Amazon or something. Oh, it's so good. It's oh so good. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, you learn something new every day, yeah. folks. Man. <laughs> I'm now that's everyone's goal after listening to this is go try cucumber le- or cucumber lime Gatorade. Is that what it is? Yes. Yep. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm gonna go look for that now. i that sounds interesting. <laughs> like good but interesting. Like really refreshing. Oh it is. It oh is. You gotta gosh. make sure it's cold though. You gotta, oh you gotta yeah, make sure definitely. It's cold. <laughs> Absolutely, for sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Jay. Yeah. It was awesome getting to talk to you. Yeah, thank you for having me. This yeah. was fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. See ya.